0: On this episode of Industry Relations Podcast, Rob and I talk about why Northwest MLS's new listing agreement changes everything. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is obviously your co-host, the Notorious Rob, and uh, he is back from vacation, the fabulous Greg Robertson. <laughs> so obviously, we got to start with that. Uh, how was it, man? And what is that you are shaking in front of the camera for people yeah. listening on the pod?
0: Well, um, I got back. I was, I, it was my wife's 50th birthday, so I took her to Greece on a cruise. Um, Wonderful. It was a bit too bougie for my taste, actually, but I mean- Oh, really? I enjoyed it. Um, I haven't really traveled internationally really much. I mean, I went to a, a wedding in Italy once, and that's about it, and we were kind of one location. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it was great. We got on a boat, um, and then you go to an island, and then you get go explore the island, go get some tours, and then you get back. Yeah. And sail in the middle of the night, you wake up at another island, and, you know, a little bit um, hot. I mean, I guess this type of year isn't ideal because it's hot okay but, um and you know, there's other bit much but i i've heard greek beaches are like amazing though well they're not the white sandy ones you think about but i mean the islands i mean they're more because it's more in a volcano volcanic area right okay um so um but you know the tavernas the shops um you know we went and export a couple of wineries um and one of the islands um i guess my favorite island is probably mykonos i just love the the vibe and the look of that city and the architecture, okay. of the white, you know, the white houses and everything and yeah. a lot more of the culture. Uh, we also had a stop in Greece, or sorry, in Turkey, and we, we were able to visit um, um, Ephesus, which was an ancient kind of yeah. Greek Roman city. Um, and, you know, we got a, a really a great tour guide who was a former professor mm-hmm. of Roman and Greek um, history. Wow. and on that street on the you know the main thoroughway through Ephesus if those who have gone there um, they know from reading some of the accounts that that was the first time that um mark anthony met cleopatra oh wow okay yeah. and, like, you know you're like you read about this shit and you don't yeah. and then when you're in it like and then we went to potmos which was the island where um, john the baptist got sent and yeah we were in the cave that he supposedly wrote uh, the book Re- revelations Oh wow! In the same, you know, it's like it's just like it's a that's awesome, man. Fuck of all that kind of stuff, and um, yeah. and then this thing here, this is from Athens or from Greece, I should say, and this is uh, a Kumbaloi, and it's basically um, like a fidget toy from, okay. from Greek culture, where you know you can spin it around or you can like almost a rosary, you can count the okay. beads. It's a fiddler device. It's like worry beads. In that okay. kind of thing, so I got one that's made of this, this, this evil eye. But it's the the eye is basically supposed to ward off evil, not attract it. So that's what I was doing. I was. So you worried.
1: went, you went all the way to Greece, and uh, you brought back worry beads that repel evil. Correct. That's something about your mind. Memories
0: and memories and memories. <laughs>
1: The fabulous Greg Robertson is consumed with anxiety and worry about evil.
0: <laughs> you know, it's a, you know, I am I guess like I mean, I'm a little superstitious, not a lot, but you know, can't hurt, right?
1: Well, welcome back, man. You look great. Uh, hopefully, Thanks. that was a restful, relaxing
0: vacation. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we had a 27 hour travel day coming back, oh. so um, it's th- it's Friday now. We got back on early Sunday morning, like we landed, like it two o'clock in the morning Yes. Yeah. so monday tuesday wednesday was not a good not oh, a good man. situation but I'm, I'm feeling better now all right well
1: good because you know inman's coming up so you need to be you know on top form uh but you we're not going to talk about
0: in- inman or what
1: are you yeah from? of course of course yeah, yeah. all right that's good, what i would do you. anyway so i will see you in uh in las vegas you know absolutely maybe we'll have to try and see uh I have been looking around. There's some potential karaoke spots, so yeah, I'm just saying.
0: Oh, good Lord. I mean, I, I, I don't know but the one that we normally go to, just I, I don't think they have a full bar there.
1: No, I don't think. At least not in Las Vegas. Like, I can't find one. I'll, yeah. I'll see. I'll, I'll I'll look around, you know, oh, in case. Sorry. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, just yeah. in case.
0: Cause. Not Thursday night, okay? Just
1: FYI. <laughs> in any event, uh, so there are... There are some things that I think are worth discussing. Yep. And uh, while you were gone, you know, Northwest MLS has come out with a very interesting announcement. And uh, I believe we have the screen pulled up. So let's uh, just go through it real quick.
0: I want to do this. And so everybody, please forgive me for... Rob normally does this screen share shit, but... Dun, dun, dun. So,
1: for people who are listening, uh, listening only, number one, you should come check us out on YouTube so you could see all the screens. But number two, basically, this is a story from Min Min saying that Northwest MLS, the Seattle based, privately owned, broker owned MLS, eliminates broker commission sharing as default. So, I will hand it over to you, Greg. What are, what are they doing?
0: Well, as it says in the subtext, it's like effectively effective. October, Northwest LMLS forms will specify the buyer broker compensation will come directly from sellers and offer new options of how listing agents and buyers will be paid. They have a, at the bottom here, kind of an example of what that, you know, a sample of what that potentially could look like. And um, if you, you know, it's hard to kind of read here, but, you know, uh, you know it says compensation, right? Um, listing. Right. Buyer's broker firm compensation, dual agency, non-member buyer brokerage firm. Um, it's just a lot um, to kind of parse out. But I think basically what they're trying to do, oh, here we go, um, buyer brokerage firm's compensation, no compensation but offered by seller is a checkmark. Additional buyer brokerage firm compensation, buyer's representation agreement, um, credit to buyer reduction. So they're breaking out all basically the ways that are out the different models and like just summarizing it and put them in as options in, in the listing agreement to make it very clear, right. That there are multiple ways, myriads of ways of uh, doing, and then there's like an other section here, right. So mm-hmm. you know, write your own kind of roll your own kind of a, what, what kind of a offer of compensation you're giving that. So, right. Um, and you know, what's the thing that's interesting to me is like what i really want to understand is like you know the guys tom hurtlebrink has been there for a while justin yep. over there and monica i mean great group of people um but they're a broker owned mls they're not part of nar so right. they were the first ones to actually put um i believe they're the first ones to put the the percentage um of the buyer's compensation percentage on included on the idx feeds for that, that's right for their brokers and this is another thing, again, I think they're really leading the pack here. And, you know, is it because they're not related to NAR? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really want to understand, is 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 this something like the staff that Tom and Justin and those guys are really sending forth to their kind of members? Or, you know, as we know in that area, there's like, you know, three or four just very strong brokerages, Remat, I'm sorry, John L. Scott, Windermere, mm-hmm. I think there's a coal banker, a coal banker. Yep. Those 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 are biggies up there, right? So are they driving it or Redfin? Redfin? I keep on hearing maybe Redfin is a little bit behind this. So, um, I mean, Zillow, they're right. up in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Exp is up in Bellingham. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 a cauldron there, right? So it's yeah. like I'm, I'm not sure. I I asked Tom um, not to call him out here on the Tim podcast. I mean, because I, I said I'd love to have him on my podcast or this podcast. Or, yep because yep. i love you know the conversations like we have it helps me learn yeah uh, but they haven't launched this yet right so they're not really ready to kind of talk freeform because some of the i think the cement isn't really totally dry yet right um, on this but hopefully you know come october we can get somebody from northwest mls um to do this but um right i think it's a gr- i mean uh there was another article i don't think i can bring this up here i think that bernice wrote that basically says hey if other MLSs adopt this, a lot of these things are really making, you know, all the, all, all the kind of claims that some of these lawsuits are doing kind of uh, moot or at least less so. Right. So potentially, uh, yeah, potentially, potentially correct. Yeah. So
1: It's um, all sorts of little details. So the first, I guess, question I have is, and if you know, you know, if you don't, cause it's the story sounds like this is a done deal. In other words, they haven't launched it. Right. So they're going to launch this effective October third, but it feels like this particular set of changes and these rules are done. Like in other words, these aren't just proposals, right? Like they're not just thinking about doing well, this; they've I, already done it and well, they're yes. going to
0: launch like, it. I right. mean, any policy type of thing, and maybe I can stop sharing the screen here. Um, yeah. Any sort of policy changes, I think NAR does this. A lot of governing bodies do this. They're going to put yeah. something out there. They're going to wait. You know, this is a good opportunity to get feedback. From the membership, from the community, from right. the industry, and then, but I think you're right. I think there's a change coming here. I think the cement is a little bit, you know, wet here in that they're they're giving themselves some room until October. If they if somebody does squawk and say or find something that they may have missed, they mm-hmm. can make some adjustments here. But I think overall, you know, I think uh, this is going, done. Yeah. This is done. They're going, yeah. they're going for it. Yeah, because
1: yeah. that's what I read. It wasn't again. This wasn't Tom and you know North Osamolafe saying, "Hey, we want to explore this idea." like like let's have a workshop around this this is like here's what we're doing right it's going to happen in october so it gives a little time in case somebody comes up with something dramatic you know but this is going to happen so that's number one number two um you and i have discussed in the context of the whole commission lawsuit various ways that the industry could handle you know sort of a post you know post compensation type world i mean so i'll kind of ask you like what do you do you think this is an
0: effective answer
1: to those problems
0: right well i think you know this is one in many um uh for northwest mls has been out there and i'll say it in leadership position i mean first of all um they don't require you know uh buyers compensation at northwest mls remember we talked about that i was surprised so along the way we've been discovering that you know all these kind of boogeymen about oh If this changes, the whole industry blows up, or that changes, the whole industry blows up. Well, okay. If you know, let's just put these boogeymen out there, and like, that's that's related to Northwest MLS. Oh, if you don't, if you don't require buyer's compensation, the MLS is going to fall apart. Northwest MLS is doing that for a long time. Not true. Oh, if you put the, if you are too transparent about the buyer's compensation, the percentage wise, you know, out there in the in the world, that's going to cause a lot of problems. They've been doing that has not happened. So now here, now we're going to make it, we're going to be as transparent as we can in the listing agreement about what the kind of options are and, and, and show the, show the potential buyer what, you know, what, how it works. Right. I mean, we're taking away the kind of um, the, the, the curtain here in a way, drawing the curtain mm-hmm. back a little bit. And again, maybe uh, that might show again that, Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe this new world we've all been afraid of is not really that big of a deal, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just, I think, step-by-step showing us this, right? So, yeah, I think it's not just one thing. I think there's several things that they've been doing that have, have been kind of like peeling the onion of all this.
1: Well, so the specific question I had in mind, Greg, was one of the things you had talked about was how if, let's say, either the lawsuits or the FTC or whoever comes in and says, hey, you know what, no more commission sharing, Right. One of the things you had said was, we, in order to solve that, we need the mortgage company, we need Fannie and Freddie to allow the buyer compensation to be rolled into mortgage. Okay, yeah. well, here's Northwest MLS saying we're not doing that, right? Because obviously they don't control mortgage rules. All they're saying is, if there's buyer compensation or buyer broker compensation of any kind, it comes directly from the seller, not from yeah. the listing agent. Right. <clears throat> Does that, in your mind, do away with the need to muck around with mortgages, I guess is what I'm wondering.
0: Yeah. Gr- great, great, question. Um, so here's what I think, right? Again, these are stair steps, right? They need to do something. They're not going to change the mortgage industry overnight. Right. So they got to frame this in a way that, yeah, still the seller is doing this, but we're going to be transparent about what that can be. Right. So now l- let's say that they, they launch this and, um, this is successful this 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 new transparency this new listing agreement actually solves a lot of the major problems that some of these people are having there's also something if you remember i didn't mention here that has a uh a way for non-participating uh agents to show houses too which mm-hmm. is a big one of rex's concerns i i'm a less, a little bit more fuzzy on that but just going back to my point if well, something like this is successful then maybe we're not going to need such an overhaul in in the kind of mortgage industry of that but i think if 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 it's the case well if it does if the ruling does come down they can't well then that's going to have to change anyway and you right. know all these things are going to take time this ruling's going to come down and then the industry has to adjust right, and right. i think there's going to be a. I mean the mortgage companies are going to come up with a way <laughs> yes. I, I agree
1: yeah 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 so I guess there are a number of questions that come out of that for me. Number one is, do we, number one is, do we think the sellers would be willing to directly pay the buyer's agent?
0: Well, they're doing it now.
1: No, they're not. They're paying their listing agent and the listing agent is sharing with the buyer agent. Okay. Right? Right. Yeah. Under this new rule, what, what Northwest is saying? Okay, no, no, it's not that. So it's no longer 6% to your, buyer agent uh, your listing agent and then the listing agent is going to share that 6% with the buyer agent right now it's you're going to pay the listing agent 3% and you are promised to pay 3% to the buyer agent so it's direct from the well seller.
0: it was it was always that but this is just making it more transparent of how it was going to be done right no that's my point it was never that right so the
1: claim that NAR one of the defenses is look hey seller you have a listing agreement you have a contract with the listing agent Right, to pay them six percent. What the listing agent does with the six percent afterwards is none of your concern. Right. So part of this was, and this is at the heart of the lawsuit, where the are saying, Oh my God, we were forced to pay six percent because of all your anti-competitive rules. The industry is saying, shut the fuck up. I mean, you agreed, you agreed to pay six percent, right? Why are you coming back now and complaining about it now? Right. What Northwest is saying is, okay, you know what we're gonna do? Your agreement with the listing agent is for 3%, and then you're going to do a separate agreement with the buyer's agent to pay them 3%, right? So it's it's actually totally different. It's It goes beyond transparency. The character is different.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the end result is the same, right? End result is the same. Correct. Yeah, that's Correct. all I was getting to. But again, Correct. I think it's okay to, to be more transparent and more, you know, whatever the word you were using. Right. Um, but the end result is going to be the
1: same. So that's the question. Question then is: How do you think sellers would be willing, right? Once it's become transparent, say, you know, yeah, I'll pay three percent to the buyer's agent. Yeah, we don't know, right? We don't we know. I mean, it's, know. A beautiful, yeah. it's
0: a beautiful experiment. I mean, this is going to be interesting, and I'm, I'm glad this is going to happen, right? I'm glad that they they didn't require buyers to, you know, to, to offer, uh, sellers to offer buyers compensation. I'm glad they were the first, you know, ones to, to display, um, the buyer's compensation percentage, right. Um, right. agent compensation. I'm, I'm glad they're doing this because right. we're going to learn more about this. I, again, going back to earlier conversations, I st- I think that this is going to, it's going to fly. I think the inertia behind the model we have in the U S is so strong mm-hmm. that this is going to be like, you know, it's going to be check, 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 check. Fill in the three percent there. Sign this, mm-hmm. right? And you know, even though it's more transparent, you know, the way people are in, in these kind of transactions, sometimes it might be the mm-hmm. biggest purchase in the world, but they're not really engaged a lot. They're just
1: so. Let me let's take it to the next step. I agree. By the way, I love that Northwest MLS is doing this. I because I. Th- There's a part of me that feels like we should have seen more experimentation, right? Like why aren't other broker-owned MLSs trying new things so we can see what works, what doesn't work?
0: What broker-owned MLSs, that's the key, correct. Right.
1: Uh, That raised a whole separate question, but I I don't want to go there just yet, right? The question I have then becomes, okay, what we know from the losses, what we know from industry practice, that listing agents for decades have been taught, coached, trained – Here's how you overcome a listing objection, a uh, commission objection,
0: right? Right. right? Uh, yeah. I mean. Okay. Under not, this rule, and not, not, not every agent, not every franchisor, or not whatever, yeah. but you know. Yeah. But it's
1: been a very common coaching script. It's very been a very common thing. Let's not pretend that it hasn't been. It has been. I'm not saying that agents used it. it this was the way that it was taught, right?
0: <clears throat> I'm. I'm okay. There's. There's a million ways and million coaches a million coaching books a million coaching strategies and yes in some of those things that type of what you're about to talk about is 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 some some agents have practiced for sure
1: uh, it's just the fact that coaches and organizations have taught this particular method right Right. That is no longer going to work under what Northwest is proposing. Correct. Right. By the way, so what we're talking about is what they would say is, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, I charge three percent, and sure, we could offer out less to a buyer's agent, but if you do, they're not going to show your house, so you don't want to do that. Let's keep it at the six percent." I mean, that's that was the past sort of you know the the coaching scripts. Okay.
0: Under well, this, stuff- or or they would say something like, "It's free." The seller's paying all the commissions free. So the buyer, you.
1: Right, and they, they're not allowed to do it anymore. Okay, so under this model, what I'm wondering is, okay, now as a listing agent, you say, listen, I charge 3%. Uh, you can offer whatever you want to offer to the buyer's agent, right? I guess the question is, do they still say, if you don't offer 3% to the buyer's agent, they are not going to show your house. They are not going to be incentivized properly to sort of... Convince their buyer to that they should buy this house. You you got muted. You're you muted.
0: Sorry. I mean, if I'm an MLS or I'm a brokerage, I would strongly train my agents not to use that strategy. Right. right. Um, it could be used, but I, again, they should be stopping that 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 uh, method right now if they haven't, and actively talking about you know the challenges the industry is facing right now, and not make uh, situations worse. Right, but no, they could, Rob. I mean, absolutely, they could. They they could continue that strategy if, if if they if they thought that that was best for them. I don't think it's good for them. But you know, there's a lot of things they still could do with the way that Northwest MLS has, has outlined. This, yes,
1: Absolutely. Right. So presumably, what we should see after October, after Northwest MLS puts this rule in, is listing agents no longer recommending paying buyer agents,
0: right? Well, I mean, uh, I don't know about that.
1: Well, So the question is, why would a listing agent recommend that the seller pay the buyer agent? Because now it's direct payment. Now it's not, I'm sharing my commission with the buyer agent. Now it's, hey, seller, you should offer the buyer agent compensation. Well,
0: okay. Uh, Here's how I'll put it. It, it. It brings a pause. It's something that they didn't have to think about before now they're going to have to think about, right? So I'm not sure it's, it's the role of the, of the seller, uh, the, the, the seller's agent to, to recommend they don't pay, right? I think it's, it's the role of the seller to say, here are the options um, for paying the buyer. Hey, everybody, I'm so excited to announce our inaugural sponsor of the industry relations podcast, Note Router. Um, Note Router was launched back in 2018 by Nick Goff, and they had the mission of reconnecting real estate. Um, Note Router is an all in one email and texting platform designed exclusively for real estate. Uh, note router syncs with your membership database to make communicating with your members easier and more effective. Believe me, your staff is going to love you for this. If you're an association or MLS and you want to do a better job with communicating with members, really look no further. Um, they've just launched a brand new website, it looks fantastic, by the way. I'll put the URL in the show notes. It's noterouter.com. Go there, take a look. You'll find everything you need. Once again, thank you, Nick. Thank you uh, to everybody at Note Router for sponsoring the Industry Relations Podcast. Rob and I truly appreciate your your support. Let's let's step outside ourselves and f- let's find ourselves. Let, let's project ourselves into that situation. I'm, I'm sure. A, I want you know. Uh, I'm a selling my house.
1: You're right? selling your house.
0: I'm the agent. Okay. Right.
1: Or yeah, it's like uh, why would I? Hey, so Greg, uh, wonderful house. We're going to list it. Uh, I'm going to do all these things for you. I charge three percent. Right. You say cool. All right.
0: Now there's different ways. Um, you know, there's. So let's reverse. I'm the homeowner. Okay. You're my agent.
1: Yeah. Greg, uh, you you seem wonderful. Uh, cool. And what do you charge? Three percent. Cool. Uh, you're worth it. Sure. Done. Okay. Now.
0: Okay. Here's the listing agreement. Um, yeah. There's different options as far as for paying the, for the buyer. I think at this point, though, I would say, Rob, the buyer or the sorry, the seller would say to me, what well, do you I would, reckon-
1: say, wait, the, the, I would say to you, first of all, my question would be, why, why am I paying the buyer agent?
0: Right. Well, and then there's, a, you know, there's a lot of good, good things about there. A lot of That's agents. Right. So
1: let's play this out. What would your answer to me?
0: Why am I paying the buyer? Um, Why am I paying the buyer's agent? Right. Why am I paying the buyer or the buyer's agent? Right. You're paying the buyer's agent because they have buyers that are looking for homes like this, um, instead of like just putting it out in the open market and see what happens. These guys, a lot, you know, these agents are are looking for buyers that they're looking for homes like yours, and this could be a quick and easier deal um, to get done if we work, you know, directly with a buyer's agent. So,
1: why is the buyer paying the buyer's agent? Why is that my problem? I, I, I don't follow you like, why am I paying the buyer's agent? Right. Right. Because that would be the first question I think the sellers would ask.
0: Right. Well, I guess, I mean, to me, and again, I was, this is what I was kind of starting to say here is I think the agent, the the seller's agent doesn't want to get involved in that conversation. And I think what's going to typically happen is the seller's agent is going to say, well, stand," you know, because I think the the, the seller's going to ask, well, what's standard here? says typically it's a, you know it's 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 typically it's a percentage um for their services um it's negotiable um you know See
1: I don't know Greg. See I think it's standard and it's be all that because sellers have never been presented this option before. Right. Sellers have never been presented the option of hey you should pay the buyer agent. That like that never comes up it's just more like here's the commission and there's cooperative compensation and I, you know, we offer out this and compensate, but I offer it out. Right. at the listing broker. The conversation has typically, I don't think has been, Hey, it's Mr. Seller, you should pay the buyer agent. Right. And the context that that's come up in the con in the uh sort of list overcoming the commission objection is the, all the stuff that you and I just talked about how you think that's a bad idea. <laughs> you don't want to get involved. Right. So, under the Northwest MLS model, I'm just trying to imagine the scenario where the listing agent would tell their client, the homeowner, "Hey, Mr. Homeowner, you should pay the buyer agent." I have a tough time imagining how that conversation goes.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I mean, um, you know, it, it's it's interesting being in sales. I mean, sales all about what sales is all about is overcoming objections and going back. right. Right. So, right. in the case of this, I guess I'll walk back a little bit of what I said because if I was going to, if I'm in a sales situation like this, I would say, well, let me ask you a question. If you were, if you had a bunch of buyers looking for houses in this neighborhood, right, right. Uh, would it be, um, you know, yeah, I guess if you go down that road, it's a steering, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, exactly, bit of a, yeah. exactly. Right. No,
1: exactly. So I guess what I look at okay, I love the fact that Northwest is doing this. And I can't wait to see what the result is after a year or two. Right. Well, my gut tells me that I think listing agents shut the fuck up about buyer agents. I think they just go, it's your choice, do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, okay. So let's say they do. I mean? now now they're, they're presented with these, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen again here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Show this. This is again a great conversation. Um all right. So the first check mark is no compensation offered by the seller, right? Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying anything. Three percent sounds great. Right. Right. Um, and I guess are there? So, what happens? Let's say they do that. They put the listing out, and they get no activity, no showings, no anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they go to the why listing agent. Prove- hey, why, why am I not seeing any showings? Well, yeah. I mean, exactly. Is is can they prove? That that is because there's no operate there's no um offer of compensation to the buyer buyer's right. agent. I, right. I mean, is that how that'd be pretty hard to prove, wouldn't it? I I don't even know. Like all I'm saying is, like so you call the listing agent and you say, hey, so how come
1: I'm not getting any action? And the listing agent goes, because you're not offering any compensation, right? Right. Because let's well, let's put it this way: the listing agent's not gonna say, well, it's because I suck at marketing.
0: Okay, but here's your right? thing. <laughs> where where when in the current model when you're not being as as overly transparent here yeah right and you're using those same script well you know there nobody, nobody's going to show it right is that different from being completely transparent like with this form and then right. saying now well you know if you're not going to offer any compensation to the buyer's agent you might l- right. you might get less showings i no, i mean, I, it, I mean yeah. on, they're not that's an apple is orange situation one you you're cloaking the fact of what that relationship is here. Yeah. You're fully disclosing and then you're adding some context to it. Right. Right. Are those, are those, you know, again, I'm walking back here again, if I, as if I think about it, are those two of the same thing here?
1: No, I think what Northwest is doing, it would then be better. Right. In other words, the, the listing agent. So the seller says, how come I'm not seeing any action? And the listing agent goes, because you're not offering any compensation. And then the, the, the seller could be like, well, that's that's crappy. You know, that feels like the buyer agents are doing something bad. But at least he's not blaming the listing agent, right? The listing agent has been completely transparent saying, hey, right. man, here's the deal, right? I've done my job and I've marketed, but you're not offering any compensation and buyer agents steer. So that's what's happening, right?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean the 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 thing here, it's like I was going to say, buy this house and you get a free you know Corvette with it. But sure. that tip, that would go to the buyer, not the right, 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 agent, right. right, So, <laughs> right.
1: and that's the other option that watch that Seattle's talk, Northwest is talking about. It's like, look, you could always have it where buyers they've signed the buyer exclusive agents, uh, exclusive buyer. Yeah, agents. you
0: have a checkmark for that, right? Right. So. right.
1: So the buyer's like, I gotta pay the my agent, whatever, right, three percent. So hey, seller, can you give me three percent so I can? Yeah, pay my and
0: and and they do say that in the article here. They, <clears throat> they see that they believe, and you know, it'll be time will tell that they think Correct. this is going to increase the amount of these bu- exclusivity agreements. Sure. That the the agents are going to put in where uh, put in there. So the question will already be answered. Um, sure. with these buyer exclusive agreements right
1: sure i mean i think and that's becoming a more and more common practice just across the industry anyway and i think that's all positive right yeah. i guess i was just looking at it in a couple of ways number one once this is put in place i can't imagine a listing agent recommending to their seller that they pay buy the buyer agent right because it's like why do you even want to go down that road right as a listing agent, you've done your job. You say, "Hey, I will sell. I will market and sell your home." Sign this listing agreement. Three percent, cool, right? Now the the commission conversations about why you deserve the three percent, right? That's I'm going to do this for you. I have thirty years' experience. Blah 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 blah, right? So maybe you cut it to two and a half, maybe two, whatever. But it's it's strictly between the listing agent and the homeowner, right? Has nothing to do with the buyer agents. It's just straight up. I'm the best listing agent in this market. I charge 3%. Here's all the wonderful stuff I do for you. You should pay me. So I said, yeah, okay, that seems reasonable. Or I'm a new agent and uh, I'm going to work hard for you, but I'll only charge you 1%. Right. And the seller's like, cool, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I want a discount. Fine. That's between the listing agent and the seller, free market in action. I don't think the buyer agent compensation would enter that converse, that whole scenario after this because it's fully transparent. Yeah. Except to the extent that here are your options. What do you want to do? And the seller's like, "Well, what should I do?" I, you know, as a listing agent, man, if you say, "Well, you should offer compensation," because otherwise, buyer agents are not going to show this house. That's really, that's dangerous. You know, that's one of those. So,
0: two things. I love this conversation. That you're, yeah, yeah. And and you, you expertly walk me down into the fucking trap. There's no trap. I don't know the trap. I'm, trap. I, I want to know like, too. Got, and, you know, kudos to you, right? So what about this situation, right? I mean, I agree with your, what you're saying. Um, this is fascinating. But is it is it a thing to say, like, what about a situation where, okay, a buyer comes up, doesn't have an agent. I want to buy this. Yep. Right? And the agent goes, okay, submit me an offer. Yep. What does that mean? Blah, 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 blah. The age, of the selling agent in in some sense could spin this around to say, listen, um, we, we run the risk here of getting some Yahoo off of a of Zillow who is gonna call me direct and say, Um, I want to buy this house. He's not yep. gonna be represented, and this is gonna make this whole process a lot more difficult. Yep. Right? Because he doesn't know what offer is, he doesn't have the forms. You know, it's just, you're working with, like, it's like defending yourself in a court of yep. law when you're not an attorney, right? I mean, it just, I would recommend to you that we offer some sort of compensation so that we can, you know, that agents, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're a little bit of a trap there, too, right? But but there is a reason, I think, you know, you were asking me, why would I do this? If I'm an agent, I would say, well, I'd rather work with another agent because they know what they're doing or right, they should right. be doing what they're doing, right? right? So there's a proportional kind of aspect to this, right? right? Right. But I mean, I don't know if I, I would go far away. Well, I'd rather work with another agent, right? So any sort of incentives we can have there for for more agents to show up to the party than just mm-hmm. randos, yeah. I'm all for. But yeah. it's up to you. I mean, yeah. I don't know, I don't even know if that goes too far, right?
1: So one of the interesting
0: things about that is
1: I the way I imagine all of that playing out is the listing agent, if they're being ethical, right? Some rando buyer shows up. Hey, I want to buy this house. Hey, uh, cool. Who's your agent? I don't have an agent. Hey, listen, Mr. Jones, <laughs> I strongly recommend you have an agent, right? Because this is very complicated, blah, blah, blah. Right. And here's a list of, uh, of great agents in our area. Right. right. Why don't you call one of them up? Right. Cool. Mr. Jones calls one of them up and says, yeah, I'd be happy to represent you. Uh, here's my exclusive buyer agreement. It's 3%. Mr. Jones and the buyer agent, they go back and forth. They negotiate something. They agree on 3%. Cool. And I think then during the negotiation, Jones comes back, right? Says, hey, I don't got money to pay this guy, right? Hey, sure. seller, if you want this deal, here's my yeah. offer. Sure. You're going to need to kick me fifteen yeah. thousand dollars so I can well, pay my
0: their, agent. Their new agent should be doing that.
1: Sure, right. right. Or, or whatever, right? Yeah. So that's a credit to the buyer. Yeah. I don't see that happening- at the listing stage. In other words, the listing agreement that Northwest has, it has one of the options is is something like the seller will pay the buyer this percentage. I don't see that happening at that
0: stage. Well, that's fine. I mean, they could just check mark the first checkbox, no compensation thing, and then no, later on, it's going to be freaking adjusted. During the transaction,
1: there'll be a negotiated item back and forth and the listing agent's like, hey, listen, Mr. Jones has the best offer here, right? You should take this offer. He can't afford to pay his agent. Why don't you kick him 3%? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see it happening at that stage, not at the front yeah, end, at the listing stage.
0: Friction. I mean, so it's, it, we always knew it would be more friction, right? Right. But, but the lesson learned here if, if I'm any, if I'm, if I'm John L. Scott and I'm Windermere, uh, if I'm Red, I mean, really, I guess John L. Scott and Windermere, um, or Coal Banker, or any brokerage in the Northwest MLS coverage area, Yeah. I would immediately start training their buyer agents yeah. on how to, uh you know coach them on how to get a buyer exclusive buyer representation agreement now today yeah. so yeah. they they should be prepared anytime they work with any buyer um to 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 have that document in place right um yeah. i know I, I, talking to a lot of agents to me what i hear are the best practices is it's it's always only they only want to present that they want to take buyers on without any any represent without any paperwork, but when the buyer wants to make an offer, that's what I hear when, mm-hmm. when people are, when the agents want to kind of put that forward. Right. So yeah, it's not going to make an immediate change, but there's got to be some coaching. There's got to be some scripts <laughs> to help those, those agents, you know, coax buyers into signing that, that agreement.
1: All right. Hey, sorry. I, uh, I guess I'm back from this computer crash. Uh, last thing I heard, Greg, you were you were in fine form talking about uh, if you were a broker in Seattle Northwest MLS to some training. So and then obviously I got lost. So
0: yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is that um, if you're if you're one of any brokers in that area, and and let's let's talk about it. The, the change is coming, right? You know, right. The times they are changing. So right. if I'm any brokers, I would be upping my training with my buyer, with all my agents on getting you know what are the best practices for getting buyers to sign an exclusive agreement right i
1: um, completely because, agree uh
0: this listing agreement is going to change you know if it if it goes in this direction this is a great experiment god this is right. fantastic for this to happen it's right. uh, it's going to be very you know it's it's going to be key that these buyers you get them under contract as well so there are a couple
1: of things to think about there, though, right? <clears throat> and I will preface this by saying, I am a lawyer, but I'm not your lawyer. And certainly <laughs> the law of agency is not my area, right? <clears throat> um, it, once we move towards this notion of, okay, exclusive buyer agency agreements, and the buyer fundamentally pays the buyer agent, right? And potentially the seller will give a credit to the buyer you know, to to make the deal work, right? I think the two things I think about is, one, I'm very uncomfortable at that point with the idea of the seller directly paying the buyer's agent, right? The Northwest MLS model, one of the things that contemplates is the seller would offer compensation to the buyer agent directly instead of through the listing agent. Because then I think you really raise whose client, you know, like who are you really representing, right? Right. Right. It really does raise that. So in an exclusive buyer agency, as you're negotiating, you go to your buyer, hey, listen, I'm going to work for you. Here's what I charge, etc. I actually think you have to leave out this notion of, and if the seller offers me compensation, you don't have to pay me. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because I just, there's something like, again, in the in the legal world, this would never be allowed. Right? <laughs> it, it would never be allowed. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the defendant is paying me directly. So don't, don't you worry. Like that's just conflict of interest.
0: Well, I must feel that that's just a device or a mechanism to get out of like having to get the mortgage shit figured out now. Right. I almost feel this is like a, it, it's just a, a way, a device to make this work right. now. But right. I think in the future, you're probably going to see that go away, but that's sure. the only way they can get this out there. Sure. And I think it's, I think it's, I think your concern is valid, but I also think <clears throat> what we're going to learn from this is so valuable that it's oh, worth it. Yeah, yeah. like, you know. Completely.
1: <laughs> Across the board, I love the fact that Northwest is doing this. We can't wait to see what the result is, right? We're just having this conversation. So, as you're doing this training around the exclusive buyer agency and blah, 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 I, I completely agree that you should do that. I'm just pointing out go talk to your attorney. And number one, I think there might be a problem. If in that exclusive buyer agency discussion, the buyer agent says to the buyer, and if the seller offers compensation, you don't have to pay. I would be very, very, very careful about that. I would be really nervous about how that affects law of agency. The second thing though. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, No, go ahead. I I was just thinking out loud, like the different scenarios, like, okay, he puts in here, I'll give $5,000 to the buyer agent, just a, a set amount. But the buyer's agent has a percentage they right. have a, a listing a, a agreement, a buyer's right. exclusive agreement with the uh, with their buyer, with the buyer. for yep. a percentage. I guess, are they crediting the... Fi- I mean, who knows what's going to happen in those who situations, knows? right? Who so knows? It's going to be who... I think some brokers are going to interpret it one way and other brokers mm. are going to interpret it another way, right?
1: That's- Look, I think the best practice in that scenario, just logically speaking, is the listing agent should never put in the seller will credit $5,000 to the buyer. Because it's going to come up in a negotiated context anyway, where the buyer will come and say, hey, listen, I promised 3% to my agent, so I'm going to need $15,000 or whatever, 25000 from the seller to make this work. And then it's just going to be a back and forth negotiation to figure that out. Right? Right. So I would never put that in the listing agreement anyway, right, yeah. up front. That's the second thing, though, with the exclusive buyer agency, okay, now that we have moved to this idea of, I'm going to represent you, Mr. Buyer, and you are going to pay me, right? <clears throat> i would have some real questions as to percentages yeah right yeah. No, because I mean- like it doesn't make sense like i'm gonna you're hiring me to represent your interest as the buyer but i'm gonna get paid based on the sale the price that you're paying that doesn't actually make sense right yeah so one of the things to think about for brokerages in the Northwest area as kind of the pioneers for this is you might want to start really having conversations around, I'm going to charge you $10,000 flat fee, right? I'm going to charge you by the hour. I'm going, because this buyer agency and percentage, I was never comfortable with it, right?
0: Yeah. So no, I I think you're right. Um it's, it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And it's it's yeah. going to be a, a Petri dish kind of experiment there. And I imagine <laughs> as being the former provider for Northwest MLS, Lone Wolf, yeah. that might be getting yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of business. Of their listing agreement <laughs> from October to whenever, as that's they right. things out. So I think that's, that's right.
1: right. So, you know, let's, <clears throat> I know we're running uh, kind of on time. So, how about this? I, I would like to encourage the other broker-owned MLSs to do what Northwest is doing, because boy, wouldn't it be great? And maybe try some different things, right? Like MLS Pin, you know. Like, let's see, are there any difference between the Northeast and Northwest? You know? Right. Uh, and there are uh, FMLS in Atlanta. Can we? Can you guys do something here where we could see? They have a totally different model. With that's the true, house. they're, they're complete. But you know, other broker-owned MLSs, I would love to see. Maybe they should do some experiments. So, and we Milwaukee, all
0: could is learn. MLS one of those? What's that? Uh, Metro MLS in Milwaukee. Is that broke around?
1: I don't know. I don't. I know yeah, there's one in the Pittsburgh area. Step yeah. up. Yeah. Step up. I mean, just try some new things and let Northwest kind of lead the way so we all could learn like what works, what doesn't. And there are kind of a lot of things we learn from this. So, mm.
0: listen, I, I. Another great one. I mean, this is so good for me as the five year old. And I get to talk to you and like flush these things out. I, I love it when I have this preconceived, you know, notion of how I'm looking at things. And then um you expertly, like I said, walk me down that road. And I I, I, I
1: swear, I, swear I, to you, there, there's no road, there's no trap. I'm just as curious <laughs> as you are.
0: No, but I mean it's I think um this is why I, I hear a lot, I heard today, like I enjoy the podcast. I mean, I like you guys, is that we have conversations like this and we can undo, yeah. do they Unpacked can listen to this stuff. Yeah. Unpack this stuff and then have a i i have a way to, when I read that thing, you've turned my head around to like I didn't even think of those consequences, and that's that's mm-hmm. been great. Thank you, Rob Hahn.
1: Oh uh, thank you, fabulous Greg Robertson, for <laughs> allowing us to have this. So anyway, hey, uh welcome back. Um thanks. thanks to all of our listeners, thanks to our sponsors or sponsor.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to say, um, Thank you, NoteRouter. I know we're going to have these little burbs at the end, but um, they've agreed to sponsor uh, another month of Industry Relations woo, woo. So, hey, Nick and those guys at Note Router, come on, Noterouter.com. Go visit. Give him a try. Give Nick a call. <laughs> um, these guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. <laughs>
1: and if you, too, want to get this level of love from the fabulous Greg Robertson, you should be dropping oh, an God. email. Give him a call. Uh, there's more than enough love to go around. So Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, thanks everybody. And uh, great to see you again. And we'll see you in person next week.
0: That's right. We'll, I'll see All you there. Right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye everyone. I'm so excited to announce our inaugural sponsor of industry relations podcast, Note Router. Note Router was launched back in 2018 by Nick Goff. Uh, with the mission of reconnecting real estate. NoteRouter is an all-in-one email and texting platform designed exclusively for real estate. NoteRouter syncs with your membership database and makes communicating with your members easier and more effective your staff will love you for it. If you're an association or MLS that wants to do a better job of communicating with your members, look no further. Uh, NoteRouter has just launched a a new website. It looks fantastic. It's noterouter.com. I'll put that information in the show notes and take a look. Again, Rob and I want to sincerely thank NoteRouter and Nick off for uh, sponsoring this uh, episode of Industry Relations.